Welcome to the Living Out Love podcast. Full disclosure before we get started, I am sitting on the floor in my daughter's closet and my legs have started to fall asleep. So (laughs) if you hear some shuffling noises, we will try to minimize them. But that's what's happening. All right. So today's episode, it is all about the highest self. What is it? Why do we need to know about it? How do we access it? Etc. First of all, the reason to know about it is because you're likely to run into that term. Some of us hear the term weekly, if not daily, others less often, but there's documentation of a highest self or a highest self equivalent in many religions. So even if this podcast episode is the very first time you're hearing this term, it is likely to come up again. And today, I'm giving you my definition based on my work, my channelings, my readings, my prior study. There are other definitions out there, of course, but this definition is the one that makes the most sense to me, and it's the most helpful for me. So let's start with some context. If you listen to my episode, What to Do When You're Hurting, you heard me talk about our souls. Our souls are divine. They know love. They are directly connected to God, spirit, source energy. Our bodies are human. They know all the emotions. Yes, the pain, the devastation, the grief, and the joy and the hope, the optimism, the whole gamut. So we are all souls and we are all human. We are all both. And here's the new piece of information that you need to know. Our souls are much bigger than our human body. So the entirety of our soul does not live inside our human body. Some of our soul is still, quote, non-physical in the non-physical realms. This means that our soul never loses contact with God's source energy. We are always connected. Even if we tried to get lost in the illusion of the human separation, we could never fully disconnect 100% because a large portion portion of our soul is still one with God. In fact, people who ask about ghosts will ask, like, what is a ghost? A ghost is a teeny tiny fragment of the soul that got left behind. It's like an imprint of a tiny fragment of the piece of soul that was inside of a human. So the soul may largely be at peace and in the non-physical just because there's some sort of an imprint of a ghost hanging around doesn't mean that the soul is not at peace. I digress, but I just wanted to give you kind of that, that visual that if the human body, let's say the human body is the size of my hand, then the soul is not only the size of my whole body, it's the size of my whole room. It's so much, energetically speaking, it's so much bigger than the mass of our human body. I digress. But what I was saying is this means our soul, it, it doesn't, it does, it's not possible for our soul to lose contact with God's source energy. It's always one. Versus the portion of us that is still one with God, but is tethered to the illusion, meaning we're all one with God, with source energy, but part of us, the human part of us, can fall prey to the illusion of separation. And by illusion of separation, I'm talking about we have human eyes and we see I have a body and they have a body and I am me and they are them and we are separate. That is the illusion of separation. 
And the separation is not only that we are separate from one another, but it's also that we are separate from God. And we all fall prey to that. The part of our soul that is non-physical is completely connected. It is enmeshed. It is one with God. It is God. It's all part of the same network. It is divine wisdom, unconditional love, complete forgiveness, peace, any of that, all of that that is divine, our soul is completely one with all of that divinity. And there, there is part of us that is completely one with that divinity at all times. It's not like, oh, we're asleep now and so our soul went off to La La Land to be with God and then it comes back. No, our soul is with God all the time. And then we have the experience of being in these human bodies and feeling separate. So that's the context for this conversation. Our soul is larger than our human experience. And there's a great part of our soul, the part that resides within the human experience, that can fall prey to the illusion of separation. So what is the highest self? The highest self is our connection to the part of our soul that is 100% divine. The part of our soul that knows the truth, what I call the capital T truth, spiritual truth. And I know the term highest self makes it sound like a noun, like it's a thing rather than a verb. But in my definition, the highest self isn't a thing. It's not a being. It is not a piece of us because our soul is is all one with God, with source, with divine, divine energy. There's no version of us that is more connected than another version because that illusion is exactly that. It's an illusion. So I define highest self as the connection with the part of us that is one with divine energy. My highest self is the me that is not the illusion. It's the me that can access the divine wisdom, the unconditional love, the forgiveness and peace. It's the connected me. Part of my soul is my highest self all the time. It's connected all the time. It's non-physical, so there's no illusion. My highest self is reconnecting to the part of my soul that's not in illusion. My highest self is comfortable stepping out of the illusion of separation, the illusion of time, the illusion of wrongdoings, the illusion of mistakes even. My highest self is the connection that turns away from looking at the illusion and chooses to look at divine guidance instead. Another way of putting it, for those of you who grew up Christian in the 90s for the rise of the WWJD, what would Jesus do movement? The highest self is the part of you that knew the true answer to that question. Not the part of you that read the Bible and memorized it, but the part of you that could connect to Jesus' energy and could vibrationally feel the answer. That's the highest self. Okay, so hopefully your feelings, though, you might understand what the highest self is. It's the connection. It's the I define it as a connection to a part of my soul, the part of my soul that is most enmeshed directly with source energy. What do we do with that information? Well, first of all, when you hear someone say highest self, you now have a sense of what they're talking about. So that's great. But the whole point of the highest self, of the connection, is to use it. How do we connect with our highest selves? <laughs> Which for my definition is like asking, how do we connect with our connection? And there, there are many ways to connect, but the most obvious is meditation. And this doesn't have to look like anything specifically. There are many forms of meditation. 
breathing exercises, walking outside, yoga, tai chi, guided visualizations. All of these can help you to focus on divinity rather than, rather than illusion. Some helpful context about spirit, about non-physical energy. It wants to help us. Any act of inviting in the divine and the divine will be there. If I'm really struggling with something, I'll just ask questions in my own mind. Why can't I make peace with this situation? When am I going to heal this jealousy? I'm tired of it. What do I need to know in order to be a light in this situation? Now, of course, I'm a channel. So when I ask questions like that, I hear pretty clear answers. And that may not be the same for you. But the point is the inviting in. When I ask questions of the divine, I'm inviting spirit into my consciousness, into my awareness. I'm saying, please come talk to me. Come help me. And there are many ways of inviting spirit in. Some people love to do rituals. They light candles. They sing a specific song. Some people don't have a physical action, but they set the intention. They pray. Anytime we invite spirit in, spirit will be there. Which is sort of a silly thing to say because spirit is always there. Like it or not, know it or not. But the invitation is our own opening. Because remember, we're in the illusion. So in our perception, we're asking a separate being or energy to come into our experience. In actual truth, we're just opening to the part of us that is fully divine. The part of us that is always connected. Essentially, all you have to do is want to connect. You will open to the connection. Now, of course, you may have some pretty strong tugs towards the illusion. If you're worried about someone's health, if you think you might lose your job, you know, there's lots of big reasons why we can pull our focus away from spiritual connection and into illusion. That's okay. We're not here to be spiritually connected all the time. If you're trying to connect, if you're trying to access divine energy and you feel stuck in illusion, don't worry about it. Sometimes it takes practice. Sometimes whatever is going on in the human condition is just too hard to put down. And connecting with the divine is just, it's just like anything else. The more often you do it, the easier it is to do. But even people who th we think of as spiritually evolved struggle to connect at times. We live in a great, chaotic, beautiful, messy playground of a world full of illusion that causes pain and heartbreak, among other things. It is easy for us to fall prey to that illusion. And that's okay. We chose to incarnate, to come live here in the illusion of separation. The illusion of separation from each other and the illusion of separation from divine source energy, from God. So be gentle with yourself as you are developing these muscles. Personally, if I'm struggling, I find a guided meditation. For me, personally, it may be different for you, but for me, a guided meditation is helpful because it directs my mind. If I'm left to my own devices, it takes more willpower, more focus to go where I want to go in my consciousness. Another thing that I like to do is I will ask somebody else to, to pray for me. Hold my hands and pray for me because I can't get my mind right. And 
play this with friends, you know, know that you are already your highest self. The highest self is just a connection and the connection begins with an opening, an intention. Today, I set the intention that I will hear the voice of divine wisdom, that the actions I take will be informed by spirit and the illusion I fall into will not keep me stuck there. Today, I intend to be love in action to serve others and myself as we are all already one. Today, I open up to the surprises and delights that only spirit can provide. I leave room for spirit to create on my behalf, to line up miracles on my behalf, and I gratefully receive those blessings. And so it is. So that's my intention today. That's how I open up to spirit. I hope you will find your your own ways. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please share it with your friends. Have a beautiful week. May you open up to your connection and experience more of your highest self. Bye.